You are listening to the postcast presented by the Glebe Central Pub. I'm Brandon Pillar, joined by the Martian at Lalim's Martian. And this is another edition of the Locked On Senators postcast. And the vibes are good. I am wearing my Who Wants It shirt for the first time. I felt like this is the time to bring it out, Martian, as the Ottawa Senators give an absolute beatdown on the Tampa Bay Lightning at home at the CTC 7-2, the final score. Martian, how are we feeling, buddy? A little bit of a statement game there, Pilsy. The Sens looked really nice out there. Um, what I got to say, though, about that is I don't know about Brian Elliott out there tonight. I feel like maybe he didn't have his, his best night. As a goalie-friendly show, it was a nice thing to not get Vasilevsky, and it definitely showed <laughs> on the scoreboard here, but you got to love a 7-2 victory against the – you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning have been in the finals the last three years. These guys know what it takes. They're going to be up against the Leafs in the first round. Pilsy, that's a good win. Yeah, that's an incredible win. I mean, the Ottawa Senators played a really good game. I thought they kind of bookmarked this game. They had a great start, not a great second period, and then finished off, obviously, with an amazing third period. But you're right, Martian. Like, if there's one team where you're like, okay, we're fighting for a playoff spot. This team knows what it takes to go far in the playoffs. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, for them to take control of this game, like the Lightning were in it. They pushed back in the second period, but this offense was just too much for them in this one. And it, from what Mike Johnson was saying, Martian, uh, Vasilevsky wasn't even dressed to start the game, or maybe that was Gordon Miller, but it's just one of those nights where John Cooper just is like, Vazzy, you're not playing tonight. And I don't care what happens. You're not playing, so don't bother getting ready. He gets the full night off and a major break for the big cat, as they call him, right? So I, I, I like that move. I, for goalies, you know, there's a lot of talk about load management right now, especially with the NBA, how they handle that. And the NHL, you know, they're starting to look at things like that. But for a goaltender, I, I don't mind that. Like, give the, your starting goalie the complete night off. Like, even if things go to hell, then you're still not going to have to go in there and stop pucks tonight. You got the day off, kid. So I like that. I like that move. Yeah, I mean, maybe John Cooper was thinking of switching goalies with six minutes left instead of pulling the goalie, and Vasilevsky wasn't just there. Maybe that's what happened. And the sense Brian Elliott's a good vet, right? He's sense legend. He can come in there and he can he can handle it, right? Just yeah, you know, get through it, Elliot. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Yeah, you got this, Elliot. No worries. And uh, it was one of those nights where you're glad not to see Vasilevsky as uh, as of late. Like we mentioned on the pod, he's had the Sens numbers. So the Ottawa Senators put up a seven spot and the Tampa Bay Lightning only get two goals in this one. Martian, we were talking before. We're not going to go into our usual uh, scoring summary goal by goal. We'd be here all night. We'd yeah, all exactly. Night. We'd be heading into uh, the next day here, which is is all right. But we're going to try to more get the vibes of this game. Um, yeah. We got to start with that first goal, though, Martian, because it's a really good play by Pinto to break up Stamkos in the neutral zone and then Batherson and Dabrinkit. How many Batherson to Dabrinkit two-on-ones have we seen this year where – Neither guy wants to shoot it. Like, no, like they're just hoping to God that they don't have to finish this playoff. But Batherson makes a beautiful sauce pass and Dabrinkit scores that goal. And Martian, were you feeling the same as me being like, 
finally Cat gets a good goal scorer's goal that's got to have a huge impact on him. Yeah, he's only had a handful of that kind of goal this year probably, right? And yeah, of course it feels good. Right off the start of the game, yeah, that's what we love to see. So um, yeah, and it was a great move by Batherson there too on the pass. Right before he passed it, he made that one extra stick handle and then got that saucer pass over. So yeah, great finish by Debrinket too. So got to be happy, Pilsy. You're not complaining about that. Yeah. And I mean, and the next one was just a goal scorer's goal as well, too, by Debrinker, right? Where he comes just ripping up the sidewall here, and he and he jumps into the play, little stop up move, spin, shoot, top corner. We love to see that too. And he's got two, and we're only what was it, twelve minutes into the game, so um, he had lots of time to try to get that hat trick at this point. Yeah, he really did. And uh, they made they mentioned a stat on the broadcast that unfortunately Debrinket's last hat trick was against the Ottawa Senators as a member of the <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks. So we need to break that curse. That that just feels like weird voodoo hanging around, eh? That is kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I think we we got to shake that cobweb. We got to get off that. So yeah, he's going to get one here soon. Yeah, we really did. I was kind of hoping that they were going to put Cat out there when uh, Tampa pulled their goalie just because why not try to get it at a 5-2 uh, game there. But maybe he was tired long shift before or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, but hey, uh, when you when you, when we're talking about changing things up, I got to bring in a little comment here just real quick while it's ooh, on the it. And I, I did notice, and I, I think a lot of other listeners probably noticed too that that Ross changed his intro for the for the there you go for the main pod. You know, he went from the welcome into the you know, and then he he went from that to the and. And I don't know what I, I don't know. I, I think he, he got you know he, he heard a few things from a few people, and that end didn't last too long. And I gotta say, it was a good it was a good switch up, Ross. I don't I didn't love the end either. So um, I just need to get that in there. And and the Sens, you know, when, when he was doing the end, the record wasn't going well. So maybe no. that was the change that the Sens needed to to get back on their winning ways here. Yeah, I mean, Martian, we all play our part here in getting this team to win. The and welcome wasn't working. We went back to the welcome. I tweeted out the Mufasa gif. The Sens won that game in Pittsburgh. So I just did the exact same gif again today. It worked. So I mean, superstitious. We can't, these guys are giving it all on the ice. We can't sit back and be lazy here. So if we have things that help this team win, we got to do it. We got to do our part. We're just exactly. Yeah. We all all got to pull our weight here. Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah. That's it. That's what we do. And the cat is finally pulling his weight as Ross tweeted out on Locked On Sen- uh, Senators on Twitter. 17 1 and 1 when Debrinket scores. I finally hit on a Debrinket uh, goal plus Sens win parlay at FanDuel Martian. I, that's the first time I've made that bet, and it ha- happened to work out this time. So you love to see that. Tom B mentioning three claw grip. I don't know if you can put extra claws back on there. I think those those two uh, two claws just hold on a little tighter. But mm-hmm. I think we mentioned the official man, what a what a term, but the official claw games uh, appropriately will be up against the Florida Panthers. Those are they're huge games. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, our producer is right on that one as well. As the irony is that the claws are dependent on beating the cats. So yep. that's what we we got to do here. And hey. Talking about cats, Alex Debrinket. It was a great game for him. The first star of this game. 
Yeah, man. You, I mean, he had an incredible game from there on out, too. It wasn't like he just scored those two goals and kind of disappeared. I feel like the guys were really trying to get him that hat trick. Uh, I think there's a couple moments where, you, you know, you would like to see uh, someone maybe shoot the puck and, and instead of trying to set him up for that hat trick. But um, he was all around. He was in the right spots all night. And he was skating like the wind out there, Pilsky. Like, yep. this guy was actually giving her and flying around. And um, that's exactly the way that he needs to play. Um, it's probably not easy to do every night, but if he can if he can play like that all the time, I don't see that why there would be any reason why you know he he wouldn't be able to get a good long term contract offer. And I think everybody kind of sees the good things he brings to the table too, right? So, um, yeah, that's a nice nice game from from Debrinket against a, a a really good team, like we said before. So. Yep, absolutely, and I, I got to mention on uh, on that play, what a bank pass by Eric Brantz from uh, on his mm-hmm. second goal just sets him up perfectly and. Brandstrom with one-on-one tonight, and I'll let you take it from here because you're going to get right into that sweet goal that he scored. Yeah, absolutely. But before we do that, we got to get to Justin's question here. Justin's been an absolute beauty with uh, some nice donations, so we appreciate that. But he says the power play unit started clicking again. Did you guys notice anything different in their play? Martian, I'll throw it over to you for this. I mean, the yeah. Ottawa Senators have a nice night on the power play, going two for three, not a math guy, but good for 66.6666% on the night. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, no, and I think, um, you know, the one big difference for me was the shift of, you know, putting Jake Sanderson on the top unit. And that's probably the one change that we can point to that that I think has made a bit of a difference with that top unit being able to move the puck around a little bit better. Um, not saying Spot can't do that, but like we said before, he was he was a little bit banged up when that change happened in the first place. And, and why would you change a thing that was working? Because the power play prior to the Shabbat injury was abysmal, right? Billsy, they, they hadn't scored in what was it, six games or something ridiculous like that. So, um, yeah, no, I think that change moving to Sanderson allows them to be a little bit more mobile. So um, great question there, Justin. But I think that's that's one thing I can probably point to. And, and Billsy, okay. maybe while, while we're on the topic of great great listeners like Justin, maybe we should talk about the the ticket giveaway that, that Ross uh, has on the go, right? So yeah. 20, give, 20 tickets from Shawarma Palace? Yeah, so Shawarma Palace, our friends over at Shawarma Palace hooking us up once again and hooking us up. In turn, we are going to hook you guys up. That's the Sense community we love here. And I believe Ross has already given away some of those tickets, but uh, we're going to figure out how we're going to distribute the rest here as we want to get as many Sense fans going to these games as possible. We're going to reward the postcast listeners who are engaged in the comment section. So we know who you guys are who are consistently in there and, and contributing to the conversation. We love to see that. It's great for the engagement side of things. Yep. It's, it's fun to get all the different perspectives that are popping up on our screens as we, as we go through this too. Absolutely. I, I have a feeling one day, Martian, Ross is going to do the Oprah Winfrey. We're going to do a Glebe Central Pub live show. Yeah. And then at the end, he's going to be like, everybody look under your seats yeah. everybody's got sense tickets you're going to the game you're going to the game get on the shuttle bus let's go maybe yeah. we'll do that one time uh maybe when uh, we we get a little bit more of a of a budget or we get some help from locked on but uh definitely we want to get as many people going to the game as possible that's the dream that's what we're trying to do that is the dream but yeah we were just about to talk about eric brandstrom and his his great goal there uh, do you think he's a good candidate for the goggles pilsane what do you think yeah, I, I mean, he's uh, he's definitely a candidate for me as I thought he had an unreal game. But guys, toss in the chat who you think the goggles should go to. We'll get a poll going here. We'll get people voting on it and we'll see who ends up with the goggles here. It's nice to be able to pass the goggles around a little bit more now. Hey, eh? Martian, there was a stretch there where we're like, 
the same who guy even, showing up every night. Exactly. Like who even has the goggles? Or the game in a while. Yeah. 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 yeah but Usually it'll be Dylan guy. Ferguson passing them out this time. Yeah. I can see him like, you know, I, I don't know how much influence is around him when it comes to picking the, the person who should get the goggles. Like, I don't know if he goes and asks someone like, uh, you know, who should I give it to tonight? I don't really know. I mean, I'm sure he watched the game, so he could probably pick, come up with somebody on his own, but it might be good to get a little consulting work done on that. So I don't know. I think I think he might be watching the game and say to bring it obviously would be a great choice. But that Brandstrom goal was sweet and you can see how excited he was about it. So he would he would be probably if I had to guess who they were going to choose tonight, it would probably be him. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, Fergie in between doing his mental exercises that uh, Pete Fry gives him. Hopefully he was watching the game and hopefully he noticed Eric Branstrom and Alex Brinkett's game. I mean, that that goal by Branstrom, we were talking about it, Martian. Like that's a play that Eric Branstrom has done several times this year that he's mm-hmm. so good at bringing the puck up the ice and getting a shot on net. But it just ends up being an easy save and a whistle. And that's fine, too. You get an ozone drop. But this time, oh, my God, the sizzle on that Branny shot. It was beautiful. And he uses the defender as a screen. And that shot, Martian, was from beyond the circle. Like, he wasn't even at the hash marks yet. And for a little guy to put that much zip on it, on a wrister like that, you love to see it for Eric France. Oh, yeah. He, he ripped that thing. There's no doubt about it. But I did mention earlier that that was Brian Elliott standing in the, between the pipes there. So I don't know if that one gets by Vasilevsky, but it doesn't matter. It was a great goal no matter what. He took the ice that was given to him on that play, and he just cruised right through the middle there, Pills. And, you know, you just you just let her rip. Grip it and rip it. And he did just that. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him. I, I mean, I've obviously been a probably one of Brandstrom's bigger – you know, critics over yeah. like the short amount of time that he's been up with the big team. So um, he's been coming along defensively, and if he can keep doing that, he's going to win me back over pretty quick. But again, I, I'm I like all the sense. It's just it's sometimes <laughs> certain guys drive me nuts, right? But that's all that is. Yeah, I still exactly. love you, Branny. I still love you, buddy. Good. I mean, he's he's going to be really happy to hear that, Martian, and that uh, you still love him. So that's good for Eric Branson. Now, for me, Martian, we were talking about this. This was the TSN turning point, in my opinion, of this game because the Tampa Bay Lightning, they get a quick goal on the power play uh, after Timmy takes a penalty, and it's 3-2 at that point. And I'm just looking at what the time difference in between those goals were. Less than two minutes uh, here, Sergachev scores, and less than two minutes later, Eric Branstrom scores that coast-to-coast goal, which really should be a nothing play. Like, a defenseman starting with the puck in his own end, like, that should not result in a goal mm-hmm. six, seven seconds later without a pass being made. That's an unassisted goal by Eric Branstrom there. And the reason I thought this was such a big deal, Martian, is A, it kills that momentum, makes it 4-2 instead of 3-2. That's the best thing for me. That was huge, and but the camera panned to John Cooper's face, and you could just tell, like, he lets out, like, a big sigh, and you can just tell he's like, we don't got it. Like, if Eric Branstrom is pulling that on us and going uh, top cheese, yeah, it's just uh, not our night. That's the kind of thing a coach absolutely hates to see, but that, yeah. that expression on John Cooper's face, um, we have one term for that in Sens land here, in Sens Nation, and that's just called getting sensed. And that's what happened to him there. You, you know, you, you don't even realize it's yeah. happening to you as it's happening. But if you put on a face like that and you're sourpuss on the bench, you're getting sense. Sorry, John. It's not your night. 
<laughs> yep, sorry, John Cooper. It's about time you uh, dealt with some adversity here as uh, it's just cup final after cup final. And we have the poll for the goggles. It's Alex Dabrinkit, Branny, Brady Kachuk, and maybe Dylan Ferguson keeps the goggles in the crease. A nice little bump to Mad Sogard, who for the second game has uh, has a really nice game here. So just two goals in back-to-back games for Branny up against the Boston Bruins and Tampa Bay Lightning. So, or uh, for Mad, sorry. So not a bad night for the Great Dane either, eh? No, yeah, he was good, and I love I love that he had his family in the crowd too, right? Uh, yep. They must have been absolutely loving it. I know that um, you know his brother was having a shout great, out Jonas. Jonas was having a great time up there tonight. We uh, we had a little inside scoop on that. So uh, <laughs> he's a beauty. Uh, yeah, this kid was up there. He's he was doing exactly what you would expect a, a little brother to be doing when they're watching them make it. Uh, you know, an NHL start. Um, for your favorite team uh, and as far as I know that was Jonas's first time making it over since since Mads has been playing for the team as well so I think it was yeah it was a bad night to be a Molson when Ooh. you're around. yeah when you're for around. sure yeah. and Martian the best part about that is uh, Jonas was a fan of the Sens before Mads was yeah drafted I remember there, so. when Mads said that on your guys show uh, uh, you guys have yeah Mads let us know that, and we're like, dude, we got to interview your brother now. So if you want to hear a hilarious Sun Central uh, citizen interview, you got to check out our talk with Mad Sogard brother, uh, a Danish baker, and he is an absolute Sens fan, and find out how he became a Sens fan. That's a little tease there. That's a good one. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of tease, Steve G., Tells us LOSP with meth today was great, especially with the K-Bomb announcement, the K-Train Clevin announcement happening there. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you watching along. And Mark Pathot is always welcome on the show. And who else is always welcome on the show? Our friends over at the Glebe Central Pub. Martian, they are the official postcast sponsor. You guys know that. You've tuned into enough postcasts. All 275 of you should know all about the Glebe Central Pub. It's great food, great drinks, and most important of all, great people. The service there is awesome. The servers, the bartenders, uh, the kitchen staff say what up to our boy Dave, the manager there. They will take care of you, and you're going to have one hell of a time at the Glebe Central Pub, especially on Sens game days, and especially when we get a 7-2 win to cheer for here. If there's anyone at the Glebe Central Pub right now, right now, let us know so that uh, you can tell them that the Locked On Centers podcast sent you. And if you're not there right now and you need to know how to find it, go to 779 Bank Street in the heart of the Glebe. Check them out, guys. It's the Glebe Central Pub. We love the Glebe Central Pub. Martian, I also love a good protein bar. And I say a good protein bar because there's some out there that don't taste good. Maybe they say they're healthy for you. But if it doesn't taste good, Martian, you're not. You're not going to eat it. You're not going to want that, right? No. Who, who wants that? Who wants it? Who? Who, <laughs> who wants it? Nobody wants a bad one, but who wants it? Everybody wants the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and you guys know that's Built Bar. What I love about Built Bar is they have so many amazing flavors to choose from. Get the mix box. That's what we suggest. I love pretty much every flavor I've tried. They are so good at making everything tasty. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. 
but somehow they're low in calories and low in sugar, but high in fiber and high in protein. So you got to check out Built Bar, guys. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your next order. It's Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And now we are joined by a special guest here, a former Send Central citizen. It's Mad Sogard's brother, Jonas. How you doing, buddy? It's great to talk to you again. And what a game here was! You got to tell us: was this your first time at the CTC? Oh yeah! Thanks for having me again, boys. Um, oh, it's yeah. First time being here. Uh, first time in Ottawa, actually. So uh, what a game, huh? Yeah, not a bad place to start, eh? So, what what was your opinion on your brother's night here? Pretty good night for Mads, huh? Well, I think he plays solid. I think he had some huge saves. The goal that went in was, I wouldn't say it was his fault, but um, he had a solid game, I think. Lots of goals to, to see tonight, too, eh, Honest, Like, not, not bad when you're in the building for nine. <laughs> no, that's... It's always scores seven, so uh, and if you score seven, you're happy. Oh, did we lose him? Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, I think I'm 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 a goner. I think. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's it's not the best net, but uh. <laughs> that's all right. But We're no, just glad to see you. It was, it was a. Yeah, it's it's so it's. Good to see you guys again, but uh, it's it's been a pleasure being here so far. Um, pleasure being at the rink. It's, it was amazing seeing the game. Yeah, what was that atmosphere like? Uh, you getting a good sense of what the Ottawa Senators goal horn is like and how rowdy the CTC oh, yeah. can get? <laughs> well, I I do know the so sound of that horn now. <laughs> it's, it's it's sticking to me, but no. In all seriousness, it was such a it was such a great experience to to be there and to see like the whole team just play outstanding. I think it was a great game for for both part of the team as both team played a great game. I think. Yeah, you you might be hearing the the goal horn in your in your dreams tonight. That oh, happens yeah. <laughs> that happens to me on occasions. You know that thing get blaring nine times for you tonight. So that's that's a lot of horn, but. Oh, yeah. um, if while we have you, we might as well get a Send Central standout out of you. Like, who who is your number one player tonight? Who who are you watching? At? And maybe we should take your brother out uh, out of the running. But if you had a big fun guy who you thought had a really good night tonight, let, let's hear it. Well, I think obviously, um, obviously, the Brinkett had a one one great game. I think he played very good. He had some great stepping up. He scored obviously two goals. Had a helper. Had two helpers. I think actually. So. So obviously he's he's a guy I'm looking at. Obviously Brady played very well. He was kind of like you didn't see him so much in the first two periods, I think. But but he scored two goals, had a lot of time on in front of the goals. Like he played very good, I think. Obviously, this this who's who's who didn't had a good game? I yeah. think I think it was overall a very good game. So yeah. That's probably the easiest way to do it. And Brady's your yeah. guy, eh? That was uh, when Mads got drafted the Senators. Oh, yeah. I know you were saying, like, oh, man, Brady, that's my guy right there. So that must have been awesome for you to get that's to see him guy. in person and uh, see his game. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's he's been one of my favorite players since he's, he's, he entered the league. And he's, like, yeah, as you said, he's just one good guy. He's, like, 
getting the he may not have like the prettiest game but he's gritty he's grindy he's in front of the net he's like yeah a very good player in my opinion we love that kind of hockey here in ottawa when they oh, get yeah. a little greasy out there i don't know if did you notice the, the crowd tonight i thought they were a little feisty over a few <laughs> different moments right where you know nick paul coming back for the first time and, oh, yeah. and he's getting a little bit of boo birds was that was i hearing that right they were, was he getting a little bit of boo booing happening when he was touching the puck <laughs> No, actually, I don't think so. No? He, he was, okay, good. Uh, okay, um, I think they were getting a little feisty I, there. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like Nick. He's a very good player. I, I've obviously seen a lot of games with him in the in the red shirt, but um, yeah, like he had some he had some moments. Like he, he him and Shabby were like uh, like going at it. I think it was it was good to see. Yeah, him. he was a little chippy. He was he was yeah. being a bit of a rat. But that's what we <laughs> say, right? He he does it all. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, he's a good player. He's like a solid all-around player, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that was funny when um, Shabby and uh, Paul were going at it. Batherson's oh, yeah. just laughing, being like, "Guys, yeah. come on, what are we doing here?" Yeah, for sure. Like, it was it was fun to see. Like, he, as I said, he's a good player, and yeah, it, it was some it was some trip. That's that. It has to be when you're playing your old team. You have to. Yeah, you got some turps loaded up here. Now, uh, Jonas, before we let you go, how long are you in Ottawa for? Are you going to get a chance to catch another game? Um, I'm uh, in Ottawa in about a week. Yeah, a week more. Okay. So uh, I'll I'll see the Florida game. Nice. Uh, I'm actually going down to to Belleville because Mass and the rest of the team are going to New Jersey now. So so I'm going down to see the B-Sense play as well. There oh, you go. Nice. Going down to see the boys. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for um, sure. While you're in Ottawa, Mads, you got to make sure you hit up Shawarma Palace and get yourself a shawarma. I don't know if you've, you've tried that out yet for the first I time. I haven't tried, no. No, I it's, haven't. It's, but a bit I have of a, it's like an Ottawa delicacy out here. So uh, definitely hit it up for like a lunch or a dinner one night when you're just – or even when you're just out and about uh, in the late – evening if you know what i mean right it's yeah. a great uh, it's a great midnight snack too so um, sure will. well well have a have a great trip man and enjoy and then thanks for coming on with the boys and it's it's yeah. good to see you that was awesome i i got the sneak peek earlier from our, our producer here and he, he sent me some photos of you having a good time in the arena so uh, i'd love to see that that's that's what it's all about buddy well a beer period makes a uh, sense fan happy so um there we go. Cheers so, to that. <laughs> cheers for that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, amen. But thanks for having me, guys. Boy, it's a pleasure seeing you as always. Absolutely. We'll talk to you later, Jonas. Yeah, talk to you guys later. <laughs> That's awesome. That I mean, cool, what a postcast when uh, when we get the producer uh, bumping in family members here. As uh, <laughs> you love to see that, and uh, just a great night for uh, Mads and the whole Sogard family. So. What a yeah, moment. That was timely. I don't, I'm not sure if he was listening or if, or if Ross shot him a message. I'm sure our, our producer was working hard behind the scenes too, so maybe it was him. But, um, yeah, that's that's pretty funny that he was able to jump on like that. <laughs> yeah, what an absolute beauty. Um, so Jonas gave our uh, sen- or his Send Central standout. He went with Kat Martian. I will graciously pass it back over to you, and you can make your choice here. <laughs> Philzy, I'm gonna have to. I might have taken my guy. I have to steal the one I take him. Go I off, know, King. Go off. I know that you want this one. Actually, I'll, maybe I'll just let you have it. Go ahead, Pills. 
I'm going to be the nice guy. I, oh, no, we're I having the Canadian standoff I again. I can't do that to you. I can't do it to you. All right, well, if you're passing it to me, I'm going to take it. Eric Branstrom had a really great game today, in my opinion. I mean, it's not very often Eric Branstrom scores a goal, and when he does, usually it's a fluke goal or something, whereas – this time, that was a TSN highlight reel goal, in my opinion, the TSN turning point of the game. And not only that, he also had a highlight reel assist with a beautiful bank pass to spring Alex to bring it on a really good rush. Excuse me. That ultimately leads to a goal. So for me, Eric Branson had a great night. He was my locked on player. I mentioned with Tyler Cleveren being signed. There's some big footsteps, or should I say uh, choo-choos coming along that Eric Branstrom is going to have to worry about on the track. Mm -hmm. And typically, DJ Smith is quick to take Branny out of the lineup. So Branny has to do everything he can to show, hey, I want to be here. I'm ready to contribute. Branny moves pucks. Well, Branny gets points, too, now. So I want to see that. That's a really good point that you just brought up there, right? Because Brandstrom definitely hear those, hears those footsteps coming behind him, the, yeah. that big tr- that big train chugging along behind him there. So um, that's a great statement from him just as an individual too, as a player, to be able to you know score a goal the way he did there tonight alongside the, the good you know defensive play that he's been showing lately. So if that is what it took to give Brandstrom that, that kick in the pants to be like, hey, like, you know, I've been around this league and sniffing around this league for a while here now, so I can't have my job already stolen by somebody yeah. younger than me and bigger than me who plays a game that is what this team is looking for. Uh, so he, he's got to step it up. He's got to provide a little offense here and there, I think, for him to really be like the successful version of himself. So um, I, I I love that standout pick, Pilsy. I think he, you know, he had a great game tonight. And if he can yep. keep that going, him and Cle- Clevin might make a really kick-ass third pair. Right? Yeah, that's that what I have good. in my mind, Marshall. That's your yin and yang that you love to mention too, right? It is. It is. Yep. So, nice night for Brandy, the short king. Great night. And since Brinkett's gone, I'll take the other two-goal man here for my standout. So, I'm going to go with Brady Kachuk, who had a you know an outstanding third period. And he kind of took over the game there at the end. And I know the one was an empty netter. And that was a great play by Timmy there to, to get it to him in the middle. But all night long, he was shooting the puck, Pilsy. He was absolutely ripping the pill. Yep. Um, and that's what he does. Seven shots on goal tonight. And, and Brady just had a classic captain shit game. Um, his goal came at a, at a good time, really, to just kind of you – know, basically put the final nail in the coffin there for the Sens. And then the, the empty netter was a little cherry on top to reward him for a really good game there too. And he set that career high now in goals as well. So, um, you know, 30, 31 and 32 goals, two new records for Brady Kachuk his career highs. Um, hell yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, that's just the start, baby, right? He could hit 35 now too. Definitely. Yeah. Why not? not? Question, right? So two 35 goal scorers on this team, potentially who are under 23 years old. Uh, and locked up. I don't think any other team has that going for them. So the future is bright. Yep, absolutely. Just as bright as all 256 people in the chat right now. We love vibing with you guys, especially after a huge, huge win. Um, Martian, you referenced Brady Kachuk's goals. I think it's time to take a look at uh, another. This was our producer's TSN turning point of the game. And that's when Hagel shoots the puck late, well after a whistle. Like, you know, there's there's having a shot loaded up and then the whistle going and you're already in the motion and it happens. And I think guys know. Like, when it's one of those, like, they may just be like, hey, man, like, 
like watch it with the late shots. But when it's clear that he's pissed off and fires it well after the whistle, that's going to get a reaction. And Thomas Shabbat did not like that. Uh, they get going at it here. And that kind of uh, has penalties all over. And the Ottawa Senators end up getting the extra uh, power play opportunity here. And Brady Kachuk capitalizes on it fairly quickly. Yeah, exactly. Make him pay for that kind of mistake. I like to see that on Shabbat too and getting right in the mix after after he, you know, pulls that kind of bonehead move with the late shot like that. So can't let anyone have a free pass in, around the Sens net. Um, and that's a consistent theme I think we're going to see for years to come. But yeah, this, I mean, you got to make them pay when, when they're, you know, screwing around like that. Um, and, you know, th- two for three on the power play tonight, Pilsy. They were efficient. It's not like they had a million chances, right? So they were, you know, they were getting it done with the limited chances they had, um, and that's a that's a good percentage. Like you said, what was it? Six point six 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 sixty six point six 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 six. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, great, great math there, uh, Martian. Um, so that was one of the physical altercations that really kind of got this game hyped. But there was another one. Victor Hedman, arguably <laughs> like one of the top defensemen of this generation. I feel like that's fair to say, right? Like, oh the, yeah. He had, does he have two Norses? He, he's got to have one, right? He's got a couple, I think, and, and obviously the Cups as well. And and he's got a Con Smythe, I think, too, in there. So uh, Yeah, and he's he's one of those guys, big size, still skates well, offensive, defensive, incredible player. But what is he going on about on that play where that is such a clear slew foot? On Jacob Chikrin. He slew foots Chikrin. Chikrin's shot, it ends up the hockey gods, puck, go, puck don't lie, right? They, it ends up working out as that shot misses. It goes to Giroud. Giroud feeds Broussard for a beauty goal. Brass has had a nice season for the Sens coming off of PTO. But then after, I obviously Chikrin's not happy about it. Getting slew footed like that is just. You think un- he's not happy? Did yeah, you, it's just uncalled for. So. Hot, hot mic. Yeah, and this goes on for a while. And like, what is Hedman doing? Like, is he arguing that it wasn't a slew foot? Did he just not like the way Chicken chirped him? Like, what's going on there if you're Hedman? Or is he just saying, hey, if you didn't like it, let's fight? And obviously, if you're smart, you're probably not picking a fight with Victor Hedman. But uh, still. He's either, like, just playing dumb or he actually is dumb. If he's saying to Chikrin, you know, well, watch it. Watch the play. That's what they were saying to him afterwards, right? I thought Chikrin was saying that to Hedman or it was the other way around. it was the other way around. (laughs) Oh, man. Hedman was telling him to go watch it. Chikrin was like, that was dirty. And it it was dirty. And if you watch it, I mean, obviously, when it's slowed down and things like that, you can, you you know, it looks a little worse maybe than it probably was. But, I mean, there was a clear – he didn't – get that foot out of the way and he kind of dragged his foot out to the out to the left and that's where Chikrin's right leg was and then it sent him for a loop right so um definitely a dirty play and Chikrin was <laughs> absolutely livid he was freaking out man it was awesome and you don't want the liver king coming for you like that you know he's he's you know like I saw out there I can't, I can't remember who tweeted this so I'm sorry I can't give you credit for it but um, somebody, you know, somebody mentioned he's still looking for raw meat to eat in the city of Ottawa. So you better yeah. be careful. You don't want to be the one to piss him off because uh, he, he's hungry. He's, he's <laughs> hungry. Um, well, he wouldn't be able to eat that raw meat very well unless he put it in a blender as he just had a root canal uh, done this this morning and doesn't miss a game. So well, that's a tough guy right there. But he did awkwardly go into the boards. Martian, kind of similar to that play, his first game as a senator against the Rangers, where 
he just kind of slips out and blows a tire and his leg goes into the boards hard. He immediately goes to the room, but apparently DJ Smith saying it's not that serious. Yeah, he's saying it might be just a cramp, right? So that's that's good news, obviously, and that I guess that kind of makes sense with Chickram being, uh, you know, it was the end of the game and he's he's got a lot of muscle mass, and if he's not perfectly hydrated, especially after having a root canal this morning, that would make a lot of sense that he had a cramp, right? Pilsy, yeah. you're not you're not very well hydrated after a, you know I don't know if it was what kind of you know root canal is pretty serious dental surgery you know so yeah. he's probably you know put under for that and maybe he didn't get a great meal the night before I know you, you can't really eat all the time before those things so I don't know man like it sounds like he was battling some stuff out there tonight and uh, actually considering that he had a really good game too yeah I thought Chicken had another great game he's been pretty good. For a while. I mean, ever since he put on a Sims jersey, I think he's been pretty good here. Um, Mike Lennox, thanks for the donation. We appreciate that. And he brings up re-sign Branny. I mean, he is an RFA, so likely there's going to get some sort of uh, deal worked out there. But Martian, how are you feeling about a Branny extension? I feel great about a Branny extension. I think he's going to come cheap, and he's probably going to outplay whatever contract he gets. So I am feeling really good about it. What? What's the ceiling on that? Two million, maybe? Well, it, here's the question: Are you just doing a quick another one year deal? Since you, you no, 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 no. You, you go longer than that now. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, I like it. How long are we talking? I'm thinking between like you know it's probably between two and four years. I'm thinking two and three. So probably. take him to UFA and uh, get saved. Two years by two million would be would be perfect. I think everybody would agree to that. Yeah, yeah, I think a two by two would work. I, I I'd have to look at when he becomes a UFA because that's going to really change. I think it's uh, after two, like if he gets another two year deal, right? Because it's three years after your initial three. Okay. And you, then you become a UFA, yeah. And then, I wish our producer was here. <laughs> There's a couple stipulations. Or so uh, a three year deal would be something that that Brandy would want. So yeah. Because he's already got the one one-year deal since his entry-level deal has ended, so third, that's yeah. so a three-year deal would get him to UFA. I think that that might be the term that you'd be looking at because you wouldn't want to go for a, you know a fourth Senators contract where they have team control for at least that first year. So um, I think three years makes a ton of sense. I think you can pretty much lock that in. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think a three-year deal would be great, and I like for sure you can get him for under three million. He's going to be a guy that is still young, is still developing, and he's kind of slotted into his spot, especially now with Chikrin now, that he's going to be a bottom four guy, which is fine. And I think he's found ways to make himself valuable because he's not the point producer we had thought he was going to be. But he's really rounded out his game defensively, and uh, I've really liked excuse me, what I've seen from uh, Brandy lately here. So... I'm all for it. I think this is a time that he won't build too much leverage right now, especially as an RFA. So you could have an opportunity to to save some money here if you're willing to believe that he's going to keep progressing like he is now. Yeah, it's been a slow development curve. I think I think that's fair to say. So if he, yeah, like if he can, if he can all of a sudden take advantage of these this strong performance that he's had, in the, definitely the second half of this year for sure. Um, then then. By all means, yeah, you gotta you gotta kind of sign those kind of guys and, and bet on them in, in a way. And you know he's he's taken his lumps recently, I think, and I have to contribute to that. So yeah, um, 
I think I think it would go a long way for his confidence probably too to get a longer term deal in the NHL, you know, in a one way deal. That's the thing, right? I think Brandy had bigger expectations and that was very underwhelming. The Sens just leaving it and saying, We're we're gonna give you minimum here, we have all the leverage. So yeah. That's that's tough for Brandy. So I think he's going to want some stability here. So I, I agree with you there, Martian. And from one defenseman to another, our guy, Justin S., again, with a great donation. We can't thank you enough. Martian, oh, yeah. this, is a, this is a two-parter here. Who starts the net next? And next question is, will we see Clevin soon? Let's start with the goalies, the immediate uh, topic here. Yeah, I think Dylan Ferguson is expected to start on Thursday. Oh, wait, sorry, Saturday. He was, I was gonna say, he, he was expected to he start today from a source today. we had, but uh, DJ Smith and Zach Burke, they, they like to keep you guessing. So who yeah, knows? Yeah, sorry. Right? So we'll probably see him on Saturday. Um, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I think, although Silver has been good. So if they go back to him too, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not really sure about that one. Sorry, yeah. Justin. I, I really don't know exactly who they're going to go with. It's hard to predict with them. Um, uh, but I, I, I wouldn't would be surprised. I would like to see Ferguson here. Um, I think uh, you don't want to put too much pressure on Mads. Uh, it already seems like there's that he's not 100%. Now, is he like injured or seriously hurt? No, I don't think so. But it kind of seems like he's been tweaking stuff lately. So yeah. I wouldn't want to get him in too big many guy. games in a row. Yeah, big, big guy. It's easy to happen. So And Dylan Ferguson, that's a good story. And he seems like a kid that with a good head on his shoulder. We spoke to his mental coach. He's confident. Yeah. He knows what he has to do. So why not strike while the iron's hot here and give him another game? And especially after we just talked to Jonas there, let's get Mads another start at home in front of his uh, brother and family. So have Fergie go on the road against the Devils. Then Mads bring it back home against the Cats. I love that. That makes perfect sense to me. Let's let's do that. And and Ferguson did it once, so who's to say he can't do it again, right? He, if he has a right. repeat, if he has even close to a repeat, then that's a hell of a night. Yep, exactly. And now we'll get to Justin's second question here. Will we see Tyler Clevin soon? But before you answer that, Martian, I want to get your immediate reaction on the the Clevin signing today. How, were you starting to get nervous, or how were you feeling there? I wasn't really Pilsy because I just like it's so rare that these things end up going that way and, and a guy decides he really doesn't want to be there. And in a situation where Clevin had all these friends who are playing for the same team, like it's just kind of a no brainer that he would want to sign and get in there. So um, I know I wasn't really like surprised, but I was extremely happy because it just kind of takes a little bit of a weight off your shoulders, right? Like when you're watching that, it does make you a little nervous. Like if more time goes on, then it's like, well, is he going to go back? Like what, what kind of announcement are we going to get here? So, but yes, I love Tyler Clevin. He's my kind of player, Pilsy. I, I think you know that. Um, super physical and, and he, can, he has this, just an absolute bomb of a shot from the point. Um, and he's smarter than you think he is out there too. He's he, he he plays a little bit more of a polished game, I think, than he gets credit for as well. So I I love Tyler Clev, and I can't wait to see him in a Sens jersey. And he's just gonna, you know, he's gonna come in with a bang. This guy loves to make a statement, and he knows how to make a statement. And there's two ways he can do it basically. And I think we're gonna get at least one of them in his debut. So how, you know, when will we see him? I'm not sure, but I imagine he'll get you know between three and four games probably to end the season. What game do you have kind of circled for him to come in here? I don't know if you have the schedule uh, pulled up or not, Marsh, and I can put it's, it in our, our chat depend. here if you don't. It's going to depend a bit for me. I, I, I don't I don't have the schedule off the top of my head here, but I'm just thinking, you yeah, know, the, send it there. those two games against Florida, 
um, are, are going to be really important hockey games. So I, I don't see them going in there and, and, you know, going right ahead with, with inserting Clevin and, in, in, you know, those really, really important games. Uh, so the next game they have here. Yeah. So that Monday, Monday against Florida, that he's not going to be playing before that. Yeah. I think, I think, he's always going to start practice tomorrow. I think they're going to give him a little bit more time. Yeah. I can see maybe it depends on how things go though. Right. Like if they end up losing the Philly say, then you know the chances to make them playoffs are, are pretty much toast at that point. Even though already they're they're quite slim, so if they end up if they end up losing, I mean I could honestly see them starting them against the Leafs. Yeah. On the Saturday at home, I know um, the Leafs are a tough team and there's a lot of skill there, but throw them right in there and 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 it's a rival, and you say, look at you're going to be playing this team for your entire career a lot, and our fans hate them. Go out there and do your thing, buddy. And he's going to go out there and he's going to put somebody through the boards. And Leafs fans are going to hate him immediately. And that's exactly what we want. Well, and, and Martian, there's a little extra twist to that. Uh, by the way, I'm with Clevin, uh, or with Clevin. I'm with Nick Spence on this one. Clevin debut versus Philly at home. I think that's a good time. But the Leafs one would be extra special, Martian, because the Sens traded with the Leafs. They traded up to take the Leafs draft pick. And then the Leafs got two picks. Uh, I believe it was uh, Hirvanen and I forget the other guy's name. But- uh, yeah, the Leafs fans were guys. they were very excited about that, and all the online scouts uh, had that as a slam. Yeah, a lot of lot of people thought they they got the two of the three better defensemen when really I don't think they they had any scouting report on Tyler Clevin. Well, it's yeah, it's up for I don't think any those of the were, I don't think those Finnish guys have had any NHL or even AHL experience yet, so it's still up for debate. But uh, let's just say it's fairly easy to say we're on the Tyler Clevin side of that argument. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're on the K train. Yeah. Choo, choo. Yeah, and then, yeah, maybe you get them up against the Leafs too. But Martian, I think with that back-to-back Leafs-Columbus, get them in one of those games just to get fresh legs in a back-to-back. Mm. I think that's something that DJ might I think look that's, at here. that's the area we should probably be circling, Pilsy. Good I think you get them in a couple games here. I don't think you just put them in the lineup. Like you, I think you want to make him feel like he has to earn it, right? Especially for all those guys that have been battling for spots. It's kind of kind of bullshit if a new shiny prospect comes in and he just is rewarded uh, with a no, spot yeah, right away. You can't do so, that right now. Yeah, I know, for sure. I think you got to get a bunch of good practices under your belt, yeah. get moved in, get comfortable, and, you know, Prove it a little bit before before you get thrown right in there. Well, and especially Martian, he's never even been to Ottawa. That's the crazy thing with uh, <laughs> with college COVID. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully, Sandy can help him out with that. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna he's gonna be in good hands there with the guinea pig brothers over there. So uh, it should be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now. We're at a point where this is a big win for the Sens and the out of town scoreboard as far as I've seen, has been pretty nice so far. I know Dallas is, uh, okay, so Dallas is tied 1-1 with Pittsburgh, end of the second, so that's a game we're going to be watching. But you look at, finally, the Leafs give us something to be uh, happy about as they beat the Panthers 6-2. Then you look at, well, Washington beat Chicago 6-1. You don't love that. But when you're looking at the standings now, Martian, it's looking pretty nice for the Sens. Five points out of a playoff spot. And Florida and Washington ahead of them here. So that win up against Pittsburgh was so huge. And then being able to beat Tampa tonight, 
I don't know. I, I, I know it's still slim, but positive Pillsy is here. I'm feeling good. He's in this who wants his shirt. It, yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, I'm I'm feeling good about this. I'm just going to revel in the moment that the Sens are still in this. Like, I don't care how big of a chance it is. I don't care how tough the schedule is. We've been through years of rebuilding. We've been the worst franchise for a while now. And now it's all coming up. It's all kind of blossoming. It's all culminating into a good roster. And they're playing meaningful games down the stretch. So I'm just reveling in every game. Every game is a battle and they got a chance to stick in this. How realistic is it? I don't know, but it's fun to be in this zone, Martian. Pilsy, you're going to make me cry, buddy. No, but you're exactly, you're exactly where I'm at too, man. Like you just got to soak this in. It's fun. Like we're still in the mix, like sniffing around, you know, the Sens are in the middle of the pack and they're trying to fight for a playoff spot. So young, long road to go here, but uh, man, yeah. I mean, if they end up making it, can you imagine the bonus that would be for the season? Like, we're already pretty content. I think a lot of people, if you have a level head on your shoulders, you're probably pretty content that they, you know, are in the place they're in right now. Yeah, um, I think that's fair to say. But <laughs> if they end up sneaking in, Ooh. it's gonna get crazy like and, sense fans are already rabid enough but uh if they end up somehow managing to do that and in the last game of the season i've been saying this against buffalo and that ends up being the one where they need the win to get in oh man that's gonna we're run. going to buffalo if that's happening martian i can tell you that right now for a fact oh, and oh, will my, drive. yeah uh, let's let's do it uh my guy young zachary uh he mentioned sends Bruins series would be sick you know what else would be sick the second round matchup of Sens Lightning, as we know, the Lightning would obviously beat the Leafs and uh, <laughs> the Sens beating the Bruins to move on. So that could be a sick second round yeah, matchup. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll throw Brian Elliott in, the, in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure that uh, the last time the, the Lightning went to the cup finals, Elliott didn't play a single game, or there was one cup finals run where the backup didn't even play one time. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense, though. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. So that would be awesome because, yeah, imagine we get to go to Tampa for a road game. Oh, my God. That would oh be an absolute God. awesome boots on the ground. Yeah, Flip-flops on the ground, Marshall. Don't give Ross an excuse to go anywhere hot because he will go, He will find his way there. <laughs> yeah, he's already making his way to Arizona to Mullet Arena uh, coming up shortly here. But maybe we're getting a bit of a header of ourselves talking about second round uh, in the playoffs here. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think we are. But whatever. That's what the postcast is all about. It's just vibes. I don't think I would go on the podcast and have a two or three minute rant about it, but we're vibing right now. We're vibing. <laughs> we are vibing. We're vibing heavily. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, anybody else uh, got one last question for, for us before we wrap up here as we've had a lot of great uh, extra combos, a lot of great donations. We're very thankful for all you guys here. Whether you donate or not, it is just awesome to have everybody here the chat is firing off like crazy you know what's so cool pilsy we started doing the postcast a couple years ago not even it was last season it was like in the middle of last season i think it was december ross probably knows december 1st it was december 1st of yeah, 2022 no 2021 yeah and and you know 
in our first few runs, I mean, we maybe had 20 people in here live with the first couple, and now we're, we're sitting at 250 consistently throughout. That's just that's just so cool for us, and, and I think I bet it's pretty fun for the people who are in the chat too because, you know, you get the same people in there, and they get to know each other, and a lot of good conversations ha are happening in the, in the background here. So um, that's what we love to see. It's all about the community engagement stuff. That's, that's, that's fun. All right, Martian, you got a question here from our guy, Jimmy Stu. Does the lean like chocolate dipped strawberries or just watching people eat them? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm not I, sure I'm in on this. You, you got to explain this. What's this all about? This is a, this is a, a joke. I, I, I know what this guy's saying. I, I <laughs> don't worry about that, Pilsy. We, I, there was a, there was a photo a while back that I posted of my girlfriend eating a chocolate covered strawberry at the, when we were in club bell. Oh, nice. And it, I mean, it was a great photo of her and, and, and you know, the ice in the background is just beautiful. And, and, and the answer is I like eating them as well. So uh, thank you for your question. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I'm glad we cleared that up. I've been wondering that for a while here. Um, Joey Gautier says, what about Gautier playing the body and has showed some chances? Yeah. He has. Is there any relation there, Joey, or is this some nepotism question here? But I, I liked uh, Julian Gauthier so far. Like he's like basically he's similar to Tyler Mott, except he's going to add size and uh, some skill there as well, while playing a little bit more physical rather than chippy. It's speed for me with him. Yeah, speed like when, awesome. when he gets going, he's he's so big and fast like when he's cruising around out there so i've liked his game a lot too i uh, i don't know why he's one of the guys who seems to be on the in and out of the lineup kind of yeah. list you know dj's shit list of guys who, who go in and out and branstrom was on it for a long time and I, I i'm seeing you know i think i think matthew joseph has been on it here and there as well um but yeah i'm seeing that from from gotier as well he but i like him i like him a lot i think he's he's a he's a freak like, I don't know if you saw the photo of him in the dressing room afterwards. But, I mean, without a shirt on, he just looks like an absolute monster there standing there. there. Everybody around him looks like a child. So, um, you, you don't want to run into him in a dark alley. And, and I think in a playoff series, he's, he's the kind of guy uh, you want out there for you because uh, he's a heavy, heavy player. Yeah, yeah. I, I've liked what he's brought. And especially when you add the fact that they got a draft pick along with that. That's a nice little tidy piece of business from Pierre Dorian there. And he's a restricted free agent. So yeah, that's an extra bonus. I think, well. Yeah, you got to get him back in there as, as soon as you can kind of thing. You can't be sitting for too many games in a row. I think they're going to cycle out somebody here at some point. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's fine. You, you got extra guys for this reason. Get some fresh legs out there. So absolutely. Uh, Gautier, Brown, those guys have been nice additions here, especially with Parker Kelly. Now we knew uh, we know he's got a knee injury and he's not coming back anytime soon. So that's more opportunities for those guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and maybe someone from Belleville, too. We might get a look at somebody uh, down the road here. I think if, it, if the Sens are mathematically eliminated, we could see somebody come up. But we're not talking about mathematically eliminated, Marshall. No, we not. are mathematically <laughs> no. in this. I know we're not math guys, so take that with a grain of salt. But mathematically, we are still in this. And we yeah. can't thank everyone here enough for joining us. A seven, let me repeat, a seven two victory for your Ottawa Senators over the Tampa Bay Lightning at home. And if you guys are still vibing and you want to watch some more hockey, go check out the Dallas Stars game. We all want to feel like Mark Mathot is in this picture. If uh, you guys look are listening. at the jibs on this guy, like that's a hockey player right there. Look at the two. Yeah, 
an absolute beauty with the 33 Dallas Stars jersey. So we're hoping the Stars can have some smiles and a celebration like that. Uh, absolutely. And uh, Ross and I are going to be recording tomorrow's episode after this. And you got to check out today's episode with Mark Mathot as anytime Mathot is on the show. It's an absolute uh, must watch. It's appointment viewing if you're an LOSB <laughs> fan, honestly. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I definitely am tuning in for most episodes and definitely when he's on too. I think he, he brings a lot. I think he, he he was in a bit of a funny mood today too, so it's good. Oh, we love being what uh, – anytime uh, Mathot travels anywhere, he's always got some wacky story or something that's grinding his gear. So we love catching up with him after, after that. And we love catching up with our guy, Brad Schlossman of uh, the Grand Forks Herald – our UND insider, an absolute legendary reporter, been covering the team for a long time. We had a good discussion with him about Tyler Clevin signing his entry-level deal. So stay tuned for that on tomorrow's episode of the Locked On Podcast, wherever you get your audio podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play, wherever you will find us. And of course, check it out on YouTube. But for tonight, guys, that's all we have for the postcast. Give me some all caps, multiple exclamation uh, marks. I want to hear everyone with the go sends go in the chat. You guys are all the best. We love doing the postcast. We love our sponsors, Glebe Central Pub, Built Bar, everyone. For myself, Brandon Piller, for my guy, Laleem's Martian, at Laleem's Martian, we say goodnight and go sends go.